We thought we had left the left's obsession with white supremacy back in 2020, but uh, clearly we have not. They're still obsessed with it. So we're going to let you know everything you need to know to put a stop to it. Let's get started. Welcome to Unleashed with the Patriot Sisters. Buckle up, girl, because we're about to spill that tea just like we did in 1773. We light the fire under all things politics. And don't worry, social justice warriors, we're light the fire underneath you too. Why? Because we're inclusive. Prepare to be triggered. What does it actually mean to be a white supremacist? Like, genuinely asking. We get the whole white thing that's your skin color. <laughs> like, anybody can think that one through. But like a supremacist, what is that? So we looked at the actual definition of supremacy and it means this word for word, the state or condition of being superior to all others in authority, power, or status. So I don't think I need to go into deeper explanation of what that means, but basically you're better than other people. And and when you add the word a color like white, black, or an ethnicity like Asian, then you're saying because I'm XYZ color or nationality or whatever, or ethnicity, then you're better than someone, which is the dumbest thing ever. And there's a lot of dumb things that happen <laughs> in the past couple of years. <laughs> it's not only just, I mean, there is, there are people who believe that, but who believe genuinely that. Genuinely believe it. But it's. And they're crazy. But it, what we're saying is it's dumb by looking at the past couple of events and shootings. There's been two shootings that have happened within the past week or so. Mm-hmm. And claiming that those are prime examples of white supremacy in this country is flat out wrong. That's dumb. Based upon the definition of supremacy, it's flat out wrong. And we're going to go deeper and break down each example and how and give you factual things you can share with your friends, your friends, family, social media, whatever. On things you can say to combat that. Because a lot of you ask us a lot, how do we, how do we, what's the facts? What's the truth? What, what should we say what back should to we say? People are like, oh my gosh, the events that happen in Boulder, Colorado or Atlanta, Asian Georgia. Hate. It's Asian hate. It's a hate crime. It's a form of white supremacy. No, honey, you're just a, you're, you're like a broken record <laughs> spewing whatever MSM is talking about. So let's not do that. Okay. Let's be better. Let's level up. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's okay. 2021. Let's do it. Time to level up, ladies. Um, but, not saying you're doing that, but your friends probably are doing that. But it's really dangerous lumping everybody together like mainstream media and these social justice warriors. It's a is, big no-no. It's a, it's scary. So what happened? We like to talk about history a lot. Yeah. We like to look to the past because the past can give us a lot of good lessons. Like mm-hmm. they taught us that in school, right? Look to the past. Why are we not implementing that as a society? Why do we just forget all of a sudden? Were we not paying attention in class? Were we just on our phones? I don't know. But I don't know. Anyway, so what happens when we lump a bunch of people together? Like, what does that look like? Or even when you just lump a bunch of people who look a certain way. Talk, act. Religion. When we've done politics. that. When we've done that in history, it's never, oh, never, never ended well. We have World War Two. That's the Jews. That's the Holocaust. They lumped everybody together. Wasn't a good idea. Uh, black people and slavery. Horrible, mm. horrible, horrible, saying you're less of a human. Even in no. the 60s with the Jim Crow laws. Awful. And what we have today, lumping all white people together as this some supremacist. If a white person does anything wrong, they're a white supremacist. No, how about they're just a bad person? Just like yeah. when a black person or an Asian person or a Hispanic person does something stupid, they're just a bad person or made bad choices. It's like a deep cycle of contradiction, lumping a bunch of people together. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. So why i don't know why we're 
why are we why are we doing it question of the day why are we still doing it i don't know it's like it but if you choose to stand up against it which so many of you listening are mm-hmm. like what is that word we Kudos came across a couple like last week that was like a way to call a group of patriots it was so it's it used to do compatriots? use it compatriots was that it that's what they used during the revolutionary war i think we were reading or she was we were uh, uh on the beach oh i was reading a magazine on we were on the historical beach. magazine she was reading a magazine <laughs> And I came across this. Who was it about? Uh oh. Uh, is it Paul Revere. Paul Revere. Yeah. Okay, I'll we're, look into we're, that. We're kind of like on a rabbit trail, <laughs> reeling it back in. Okay, go. So whenever, but if you choose to be the patriot who speaks up and call a spade a spade because that's the truth. Oh ooh, ooh, no no! You are not only deemed a, a you know insert slur of vulgar words. But you're also a homophobic person. You're also like a bigot. And you're probably a white supremacist. Even if you're not white, you're probably labeled as one <laughs> just because we like to assume things these days. Right. Um, which we're going to get into with some tweets and some people that have been assuming stuff recently. Going to get a little bit spicy. A little spicy. A little tea we're going to spill. Um, if you've not already heard about it. But anyway, so like it's a big no-no. And it's really crazy. It's, it's stupid. And whenever there's a surge in shootings, which by the way stopped under the Trump administration, mm-hmm. we're literally like what almost three months in, three or two months in. Yeah, two months sure into so. the Biden thing. Just, I'm not even gonna call it administration. I'll say it, administration. I'm not. I'm not declaring him our president Ew. though. I won't admit it. I won't it's admit so it. So weird. So weird. Ugh, it's but an like, it's such an ick. But we've had so many horrible events. Oh my gosh, it's awful. Again, which that's a whole nother topic. But whenever we have a surge in these shootings in the country, these blue tri- Twitter checkmark social, social justice, justice warriors, warriors, which is they need to listen to this podcast, they take to Twitter declaring these truths and they have hundreds of thousands and not if not millions of people following them and it's just an opinion and now there's nothing wrong with sharing your opinion but don't act like your opinion is a fact that's wrong okay so and but but people again don't really care these days they're just not able to use their brain to the fullest capacity as once maybe our parents used to be you know able why to do. you know why it's our phones mm-hmm. just think of is it the blue light do you need blue light glasses no, I'm totally i kidding. feel like my blue light glasses don't even work anymore what? listen is it, we're gonna have a chat session real quick i feel like my eyes actually are like getting worse like it's actually like scary i spend 10 11 hours a day on my phone or my some kind of device not my phone, like, scrolling Think through Instagram. Think about how sad that is. That's, like, like the for work. day. That I know. And, like, I need, like, on my lunch break, I won't even bring my phone down and, like, have lunch because I need to, like, give myself no, a break. Like my, I'm, like, look, look, looking weird and, like, all over just because you got me freaked out. Ew. Okay. Right? I know. Okay. Moving on. Mm, I don't even know how that even happened. Um, but there's this certain group in America that's, like, inherently, apparently, like, in their DNA, obsessed with categorizing anyone they seem fit together, to together as one little group, one like, little mob. Like people, the culture, and I don't know about other countries, but definitely here in the States, the here's culture. A, here's a pro tip to anybody from another country. Don't speak upon American issues when you're not even an American. We don't speak upon British things that are happening in the UK. We, really stopped, we honestly stopped caring like in 1773 <laughs> when we threw the tea in the harbor, harbor in we were Boston. Done. We were like, we don't care moving on honestly even 
Well, no, I guess the same time frame with the whole pine tree thing. Okay, I'm getting ahead of myself and I'm spilling some stuff. But moving on. Okay. Anyway. Sorry. There's just so much history that just people don't know about. It's so symbolic. So people like to clump everybody together without any factual evidence, without any statistics or research. It's a thing to do. Like, let's just put this group together and, like, add these people together. No. No, we're not doing that. We're not doing that because, again, history has taught us it leads to deep, awful, bad cycles of contradictions that end up having a lot of people hurt, um, literally and not literally. So I don't know why we're still doing that. Anyway, so... Do you know what? I was just Googling something really quick. Yeah. So I was just Googling the definition of racism. Racism. Okay. And we kept, we talked about how everybody there's this inherently uh, fascination with grouping people together based upon the way they look. Mm-hmm. If you you just Google the definition of racism, that literally is a definition of racism: grouping everybody together in a negative connotation hmm. based upon the way they look. So you're trying to tell me that when people like to just jump to conclusions like a little bunny rabbit from Easter time and say, "Oh, this is an event of this is a form of white, white supremacy." supremacy that's racism by definition huh. exactly wow. so we have all these people claiming but that they're they, anti-racist but they're literally living eating breathing do the racism blue hair pink hair liberal social justice warriors know that probably I don't not know. so they bait these these mm. gr- this group of people which is the left they're democrats or just brainwashed individuals Liberalism. they they base everything they do out of the spur of the moment they tweet everything out of their feelings they go off of feelings not facts and they do this literally i am convinced they do this just to get people charged up like just to create like this movement and people don't realize how powerful these Sean Keens and these other people, Mena Harris and like all these other people who are these social justice warriors, Their how much of a they have power. Yeah. Immense and, power. And I we don't we're nowhere near them, but no. you have power. Even if you have ten people following you, you have a power and influence over those ten people. Do it wisely. Because those ten people also can influence just let's say it's only ten people you're now starting to accumulate mm-hmm. a bunch of influence that you don't even know about. Yeah. So, like, don't ever let someone tell you that your voice is not worthy of being out there just because you don't have a lot of followers or whatever. That's bullcrap. That's bullpucky. That too. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's an archaic term. <laughs> but these people are doing this and creating these these movements and tweets out of feelings, not facts. And I think they and I think they're way smarter than conservatives give them credit for. But they do this, I believe, to and to push their control or their movement of gun control of these law sent altering decisions to push their agenda. Like they're smart about it. That's true. So I wouldn't put it necessarily past them. They know that if they can get a million or three million or 20 million people on board, like we saw what BLM did. Oh my gosh. Like that changed, that changed the country. It changed their social media. Forever. It that's, changed. That's literally insane to me. I don't, I don't even get it. And it's all based off of majority of this past year of white supremacy. Yeah. Of how racist this country is, and it's not. So um, it's really scary. And I wrote this down, and I'm going to read it just so I don't screw it up. Um, 
like we said, it's all to push their control and their idea of manipulation and control. They are obsessed with control. It, which is the obsessed. same. Which is the same thing that convinced people that slavery was okay. That I don't know about y'all, but if you sorry, if go. you don't, if you don't realize by now, every movie I'm gonna take it back to Disney because I like Disney. Okay, now we're gonna do Disney princess movies because like those are still great. <laughs> I don't care what you say, they're great. So, <laughs> if you look at all of the the um antagonists i didn't think about that one for a second Woo! that was crazy <laughs> the antagonists in the storyline what were they all like obsessed with controlling Control. who were they always controlling the main character which ended up being the princess so if you look at cinderella a little cindy over there all right so her stepmother was obsessed with that chick but controlling her day-to-day life mm-hmm. obsessed and the moment cinderella little cindy over there okay and the Blonde hair and the blue dress. Oh, you even have your hair up. Kinda oh my like gosh, it. I do. It's so fun. Anyway, the moment <laughs> Cindy was able to break free from that, her life instantly radically changed. The people around her lives that she was able to influence wasn't a lot at the time, became a lot, was able to eventually, like, I don't know what I'm going with this. The point is, is that... She's able to think for she herself. Was able, yeah, she was a free thinker. She did her own thing, regardless of what other people were saying, regardless of the crazy hands-on claws of her, the people around her, her, you know, stepmother and sisters, stepsisters. And I'm just saying, uh, being obsessed with controlling other people apparently is more of a normal thing than we like to come to terms with, because the left mm-hmm. is literally doing that to an entire nation made up of over 300 million people. And the crazy thing is, is they're kind of succeeding. They're doing really well. They're doing really well. We're going to look back on this one day and be like, this is what, guys, this is, we use this example a lot. This is what Hitler did. Mm -hmm. He was able to take control of a small group, started with a small group of people, take control over them, which their idea spread. They didn't have social media, so it had to be. It took a little longer. It took a little longer. But it still they took control. millions of They people. convinced millions of people that it was okay to put Jews in camps for the betterment of the country. Or even those that would try to protect a Jew that they too should be put into camps. It's what convinced people that Jim Crow laws were good and better for the country. And that slavery was all right. Huh? I'm sorry, but that's... What? Isn't that like a form of like the Jezebel spirit mm-hmm. rearing its head? Controlling manipulation. Controlling manipulation. That's Jezebel in the Bible. Google her. Yep. In the Bible. All right. We're getting okay. ahead of ourselves. So, again, reeling it in. <laughs> so, it's it's dangerous though. Yes. It's very, very dangerous that this control and manipulation of white supremacy and pushing it on this country... People love to jump to conclusions. But here's the irony and what has happened Let's have with, some fun. I mean, it's not fun <laughs> because actual people died and that was awful i wasn't saying fun about that no i know but i'm just saying in case somebody okay you know whatever whatever okay (laughs) so here's the irony with what's happened in colorado for example people were like oh my gosh it's a form of white supremacy here we go again let's ban guns that will solve everybody's issue no sherlock it's not in fact it's going to do the exact opposite and cause more shootings to happen but besides that point the irony is this. So when Atlanta happened, which was when the guy, um, well, Atlanta, I said, I think I said Colorado. You said Colorado. I, mean, I know what you meant. Atlanta. She's got to go in succession here. Okay. Right. Go. So Atlanta, a girl named Mina Harris. She's on Twitter. She's a social justice warrior. Um, look her up at your own discretion. She said the, and I quote, the Atlanta shooting was not even a week ago. Violent white men are the greatest terrorist threat to our country. 
terrorist threat. All right, let's hold on to that. Remember the word terrorist and how she equated the Colorado incident. Colorado. Mm -hmm, with being a terrorist. Okay. Biggest threat. White men in the country. Okay. I think it's actually people like her. But who are, what do I know? Okay. You're just a white blonde. Just what white you, blonde. What do you know? I don't know anything. Good golly. Okay. Get in your spot. Get in your lane. Which this in and of itself is very funny because her tweet literally is making a generalization based upon somebody's skin color. Huh. Saying that. Is that. Violent white men. Racist? Which, no. That no. wouldn't be. Which we talked about is a very dangerous thing. That was sarcasm for those that might not. <laughs> if you're not watching on YouTube. Sarcasm. Yeah. Okay. She later actually deleted the tweet saying that she made an assumption. Um, mm -hmm. I can't tell if this was like more sarcastic or not. But needless to, needless to say, she said that she made an assumption and that she didn't say she was wrong. But whatever. Yeah. Which props to her. We like to give credit where credit is due. And she owned up to mm -hmm. maybe making a generalized statement. Since then, she's been a little bit quiet. That one Twitter. I probably would be too. Let's be honest. I would I would like to be silent. <laughs> so let's talk about Colorado. Okay. Okay. You want to go for it? No. Okay. So You the, want me to be the one to spearhead that? <laughs> I'll start and like you add. Like killed. No. Okay. Go on. And those who are Strong watching, words. I'm looking down because I have the quotes in front of me. So I don't want to make it up. Okay, so the moment the horrific shooting in, in Boulder, Colorado took place is when these Twitter warriors, these blue checkmark leaders, quote unquote, began immediately pointing the blame at white supremacy. It's like the moment Colorado was trending, they all went, white supremacy, and the white supremacy radars went off. White supremacy, you can't blame it on just being a bad person, but oh, what's the color of their skin color? And this, what's the color of their skin color? Yeah, whatever, you know what I meant. And here's how- When I talk in a little voice like this, not as much oxygen gets to my brain. <laughs> like a mask? Oh, wow. So funny. Wait, wait, we were, we were talking to the, a manager at Joanne a couple weeks ago, and she made me put on a mask over my mesh mask. Oh, she and made I, her double up. And I did it just because I was talking with her, and I was trying to get somewhere, and I, she didn't want, I didn't want her to walk away. I literally looked at her, and I said- Hold on a second. I'm so sorry. Like I can't breathe. Like I'm getting lightheaded. I can't think. Just a second. And I was like, I literally couldn't think. That's actually really sad. Yeah. Kind of funny. So here's what you want to know something that's hilarious. So these is what these Twitter guys are saying. Right. So the shooter in Colorado, right? The incident that just happened, horrific. He is a Middle Eastern man who not only hates Trump. But has shown sympathies to, believe it or not, ISIS. ISIS. Of course. On a social media, on specifically Facebook. And but guess what Facebook did? Of course, they conveniently scrubbed that part of his Facebook and everything. Why would they not? I mean, duh, it's Facebook. Anybody oh. could think that one through. You mean somebody who's not? Because most of the time, white supremacists are categorized as Trump supporters, as you right. and I. Like a KKK member. Right, which were we're not we believe very differently from a horrible kkk member a lot so, of people do in fact a majority of all, america yeah both sides of the spectrum politically wise believe that they're crazy but go on so the so moment, this guy's crazy okay the, the boulder shooter is crazy the moment the facts came out and people found on his social media that he hated yeah. trump and he supported isis um, they had to get rid of the facts because people can't know the truth. They can't know that, oh, maybe he was radicalized. And guess what? He's from Syria. He was born in Syria, mostly raised in the United States, but he's Syrian by birth. And he has shown sympathies. So, you know, applauding which, basically which, towards ISIS. 
And of course, we have big tech, as always, stepping in to protect those that they find to be like-minded. And which is very funny. Hmm. We're going to go back to what Mina Harris said. Okay, yeah, go for it. And how she said violent white men are the greatest terrorist threat to the country. Remember we said that? Mm-hmm. Um, he's not white by definition. I mean, sure, you can look at his skin color. He's probably more white than looking black. But um, uh, the left likes to go off of identity politics. And based upon identity politics, they would say that he's 100% Middle Eastern, which he is by birth. He's 100% Middle Eastern. So – Terrorists actually are very common in that area of his country where he was formed from. So he's not actually a white terrorist. He's actually a Middle Eastern terrorist in the country. So, so that again, we're clumping, we're clumping people together based upon how they look. Right. Hmm. I'm not really sure. Did they, there's so many questions I have. Like like this, like remember (laughs) Pocahontas? Yes. And how she took Pocahontas. No, I'm talking about the... Oh, like the fake Pocahontas. Oh, the funny Pocahontas. Elizabeth Warren. Yeah, Elizabeth Warren. Oh, okay. And how she's I like... I think like the real Pocahontas. Like, yeah, it was a great movie. I loved it. Back to Disney Princess. The little raccoon and everything. I can't think of his name, but like, it was great. Apparently that show's racist or that movie. Anyways. So dumb. So remember when she took her... Um, her little uh, test. DNA test and it came back that she said, oh, I'm Native American. And it was like, no, you're really not. She was like 0.2% or even less than that. She's probably... We're, the percentage of her Native American DNA is probably the same percentage of black in my DNA. Like, let's be... <laughs> hi, I'm, I identify as black now. Like, that's what she basically did for being Native American. But the left ran with it. They said, oh, no, she's Native American. You're being so racist they towards her. They defended her. Like, okay. Facebook defended the shooter of Colorado. Oh, that's so sad. Our flag just fell. Oh, well. That's okay. I'm going to go for it. So... So the left, even if you have, let's say, 0.1% of something in you, they will clump you as that. Yes. So we're looking at this horrible guy from Colorado. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have American in him, like both of his parents, and he was born and raised or born He's in Syria. He's 100% an immigrant. Which is great. Immigrants are great. Yes. But immigrants are not great if they continue to bring their radical ideas into america that goes strictly against the core foundation of what makes this country so fantastic so let's talk about Tariq nasheed he is on twitter um i looked at his twitter i bless you and your soul i'm gonna make you look at it afterwards i don't want to look at that you should look at it like those listening just because okay but in his he's the very definition of racist and someone who's obsessed with identity politics his twitter bio even says quote i bite oh i bait racists and expose them aka he's a full-time cancel culture employer <laughs> how awful <laughs> like that's who that's so sad that's who people are listening to he's like a mini sean keen in the making it's just great so Tariq said i'll let you read this one so he said, quote, the fact that this dude gunned down 10 people and the police didn't shoot his ASS or butt, okay, that means he's white. We wait gonna start playing games just because he was born in Syria. Um, end quote. So uh, apparently the suspect, the shooter in Colorado, is white is enough. white enough. Let's... Hold on. I just, I'm taking a pause. I'm pausing because my brain is trying to comprehend. Trying to catch up. Because it makes no sense. 
Yeah. So he, this sus, he's this guy Tariq, who's pretty big, is saying that the suspect was white enough to benefit from the privilege, the privileges of whiteness. Of whiteness. So you're trying to. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Wait. People think. People think. People believe that. People believe him. He got a lot of retweets. Retweets. Like him and Elon Omar retweet each other. Like what? he's he's not just a nobody. So let's let's break let's break down this this one tweet and we're just picking a couple just to show you an example of So the suspect who is white really That was in quotes. Because he it's quotes, right? He's not really white, he's actually Middle Eastern, so he's like what, brown? Is apparently Unless he kills somebody, then he's white. But if he comes here into this country, he's oppressed. <sighs> the life, See? the life, that life. How does that... It just doesn't make sense. So let's break down just his tweet, okay? Okay. So, uh, yes. He did he, gun down 10 people. Yes. That's a fact. People did lose their life. I'm, it was 10. It might have even been more eventually that have come out. Right. I haven't researched that part. Um, it but was there a were, lot of people. Uh, too many. One is too many. Um, but he made a claim that the police didn't shoot him. When in fact, they the did. suspect, which we're not saying his name because he's not worthy of that. Um, he was shot in the leg by the police, so that part of the tweet's not right. But don't worry, it's getting a lot of retreats. People yeah. like it. Okay? Um, and you know, and I get people say, oh my gosh, a white guy doesn't get shot by police. Oh, there's like this whole thing on Facebook going around. It's like a little, uh, collage. And it's a white, black, white, black of all these people that have shot and killed someone. Mm-hmm. And for the white, it says, um, like you know, arrested, and then for the black person, it says killed by, inherently by a police officer, uh, and unarmed. And I'm just like... It doesn't make sense. That doesn't make any sense. So, remember Michael Brown? It happened like... Because this is... Yeah, go on. Oh, sorry. Were you going to no, say something no, no, else? No, 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 Did I interrupt you? No, you did You can not. slap me on the hand. I... But I, you didn't interrupt, interrupt <laughs> me. <laughs> like, I'll slap you. Like, I have to No, do don't. That. Okay. <laughs> so, remember Michael Brown, the teenager who was shot by mm-hmm. police... And yeah. was that Kenosha? Uh, Wisconsin. No. Wisconsin. Honestly, all these like cities, I'm getting mixed up. Okay, there years was one, ago. There was, like, this the kind one of, that started it all? Yeah, this like started BLM, really. Was it in Missouri? Mississippi? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I don't know. There's, I was, there's so many. That's awful. I'm pretty sure you were like a freshman in high school and this happened. I was probably freshman. I was young. We were young. I don't remember. Um, The difference between... I just remember there being a lot of riots. Michael and this, this guy from this week is that um, they were both shot by cops, first of all. The reason one is dead and one is alive is Michael didn't stop running after the police. He decided to keep going even after he was shot. Mm-hmm. This guy from this week was shot and he decided to stop which if he hadn't stopped he, he would have been he would have died killed. which would have probably screwed up the left's narrative yeah a little bit unless well no because there were tweets about him being white even though he was not white well that's true here's the thing guys if you are let's say hypothetically let's let's imagine okay let's use our imagination you're an officer somebody's running towards you they've clearly killed somebody they have or a even if they're not running hand. towards you even if they're not whatever when you have your gun as an officer and you draw it towards them. And this is the SWAT team that arrived. Right. So. They're what, trained. However, whatever, however you fit into that picture. You pull your weapon and you, you know, draw it on the suspect or whatever. I'm pretty sure 
They're not looking at the color of their skin being like, hmm, is he black? Maybe I won't draw on him. Oh, oh. is he is he Asian? Maybe oh. I'll just shoot him in the leg. I can't I can't yeah, I'll just not in the chest. Lower. No, no. That's not what's happening in their mind. I can guarantee you that. They could care less about the color of their skin. All they're worried about is taking care of the suspect, making sure he is um, not in custody. Hurting, and not hurting anybody else. Or De- himself. Neutralize the threat. The, the threat. And then helping the others after the threat has been neutralized. They don't care about the color of your daggum skin. Why are we still making that a thing? Why is that the, the, the literal plot of every story? I'm, I'm, it's boring. I can literally figure out what the plot of the story of the next major news event is going to be. <laughs> and the it's last, bad journalism is what it is. <laughs> it's, they're getting they're getting old. It's getting old. Mundane. So the last part of um, Tariq's quote or Twitter tweet said, "The suspect no, you is you do not do social media. <laughs> no, I don't do Twitter. The suspect <laughs> is white enough to benefit from the privileges of whiteness." So well, I want to say one last thing about this: when the Syrian refugees and people from other countries. Um, who come to America, they always get painted as the victims and how it's so hard for them because of white supremacy and mm-hmm. the oppression that this god-awful country, country yeah. gives, even though they're fleeing here, so it can't be that bad. Um, except when they do something stupid like this and they automatically switch from being oppressed to benefiting from the privileges of whiteness. So I'm telling you, when does that switch and how do I get it? Oh, I would love that. Like, I would seriously. love some privileges shoot what are you but do you see what we're saying like you can't have it both ways you gotta pick and choose what is it are you all of a sudden now impressed here in the greatest country on earth or are you benefiting from white privilege but then if you are benefiting from right there goes the flag this is really unfortunate if it falls i will grab it do not worry um <laughs> so won't, it's not touching the ground right now um so what is it you can't white have it both ways or you're oppressed we are sick and tired of identity politics and categorizing everybody as the same. We're tired of racism and we're tired of it coming from the left. We're over it. You know, the left hates it when people quote unquote categorize people. You know, when Trump said that all Mexicans are racist or rapists. Quote unquote, all, it's not what he said, but. He didn't say that. He did not say that. Or when the left claims that all conservatives say that all black people, all black men are thugs, which that's Again, never been said. It's not true. But they can say white people are inherently racist and supremacist. It just doesn't make sense. No. And again, what do I always say? Y'all, it's one of my favorite things to say here. The left doesn't make sense because they have no sense. They have no logic to back them up. They don't operate from a level of wisdom Mm -mm. at all. And I truly do believe I could get on board with some of the left's beliefs um preface this okay if like they didn't what? always contradict themselves oh like like Maybe. can we can we not always contradict ourselves like can we actually put americans first and and yes we're called to help our neighbors but it's there's a reason in the, when the airplane's going mm-hmm. down and you have the oxygen mask come on what do they say please help yourself and then help your kids they say don't even help your kids before you help yourself true so why mm. true oh the flag's going just rip it. Not don't rip the flag, but rip it. Rip the flag. Okay. okay. It's not touching don't the worry. ground. It's not touching the ground. It's in my hands. Okay. Anyway, so uh, yeah, the left we would we might take you more seriously if you were consistent with your um beliefs, beliefs. And, and point of views. Yeah. So Representative Ilana Omar, oh, right, that girl. Um, she was she bad. She's a gorgeous. Where is girl. she from? She's from the Middle East. What country in the Middle East? 
Uh, I'm Googling that. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. But I will tell you this. It's really too bad that she has spewing, she has been spewing such. Oh, uh, from Somalia. Uh, such hate and divide recently because she's a gorgeous girl. She would have so much more going for her. Yeah. I'm not saying just because she has a pretty face means she can only do something with that. I'm just saying it's a, it's a great asset. Uh, <laughs> especially with social media since we're, we're looking at our phones all day. Right. Grab yeah. your attention. Oh, wow. She has logic. Just kidding. She doesn't. She's one of the lefties. <laughs> what really she, too bad. Speaking of social media and her, what she said on Twitter is I actually think she made a great point. Okay, in the beginning of her tweet, it was a bunch of crap, and I, I excluded that. I'm not going to share that. But the second half, I was like, homegirl, yes, that's some truth, okay? She tweeted out saying, quote, narratives drive our responses to awful crimes committed against innocent people. Pay attention to these responses and who is targeted. Mm. She actually is that's, right. That's truth. It's true. Preconceived narratives drive people's responses Responses to crimes committed, preconceived, for those who don't know, like, it's previous... It's bel- planned. Or not planned, but it, it's, like, a preconceived. <laughs> it's, it's preconceived. You, you already... It's, like, if... you It's meditate. It's been meditated upon. You, you already you made already a decision. Up, yeah, you've already thought it through. It's kind of It's, in your like, mind, when you want to try broccoli, but you have, have a, this idea that you've thought of for a long time. That, that you broccoli, hate broccoli. Yeah. You're going to not like broccoli. Like, you're coming in with a... A bad vibe. <laughs> wow. Right. That sounded so liberally. Liberally? Liberal. So, here Lefty. on... Are you okay? I'm not okay. I'm, and it's, it's good. I'm not it's okay. Good. It's okay. Okay. So, here with... On the Patriot Sisters Unleashed podcast and everything that we do, we try to keep preconceived narratives... Uh, out. Out of what's happening so much. We're going to talk about, for like 30 seconds... Ooh. This guy in Kentucky, he's mm-hmm. an actual white guy, not like the one who identified as Like a he's white from Kentucky. Like he's, he's white. Homeboy's white. Okay? Like he's from the Midwest. We're he's, Midwesterns. He's white as Wonder Bread. Okay. He's like us, white. Okay. Very anyway, white. <laughs> so an incident happened with him. He was fatally shot by a police officer during, during a simple traffic stop. So he got pulled over and he was shot by a police officer. And he died from that gunshot wound. And do you know why he was shot? Hmm. Tell, tell us why. Okay, I'll tell you why. Oh, okay. He was stupid. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm tired. It's been a long day. I had four hours of sleep last night. Oh, that makes sense. I, I did not sleep last night. But do you know why he was shot? He pulled a gun on the officer. So what did the officer do? Pulled he shot his him. gun on the suspect and defended himself as he should have done. So, oh, but. But did the officer look at the guy from Kentucky and be like, oh, wait. What color are you again? You're white. Ooh, Ooh you got yeah. white privilege. Mm. Yeah, no, no. He didn't no. have Joel Patrick's white privilege card. Uh, officer! Uh, got my bright privilege card. You actually can't touch me. No, the guy was stupid. He pulled a gun on an officer and he lost his life, unfortunately, because of it. But his actions dictated those exact results. Simple as that. Whereas if a black guy was pulled over or any other ethnicity that the left likes to victimize pulled a weapon on an officer. Same scenario, same, you know, end results panned out. It would be BLM all over. We would, and what are we in? End of March? Yeah, so we're a couple of months ahead of the time frame of last year when the riots of summer 2020 happened because of the, which was a bad incident, by the way, which of uh, George Floyd 
happened. And but but you would never have seen the magnitude of of outrage. I know what I need to do. White person. I know what I need to do. What? I need to have protests and riots over this guy who died. Should we start? He was he was gunned down by a a cop. He's defund the police. He was victimized. There's sarcasm happening right now. (laughs) I just think I need to say that. No, 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 no. Because he unfortunately put himself in that situation to have negative consequences like that that you know caused his life so with that being said we like to go from facts most conservatives if not all conservatives like to do that and i know you all like to do that too because you're listening and watching our podcast right now so So thank you if you have a friend who likes the whole blm thing and painting that victimhood tell them no the mainstream media isn't talking about this incident because it doesn't fit their narrative but it's the same formalities that's Mm -hmm. happened forever in this country it's a rhyme it's a similar tune so what we learned from this i hope you learned the same white supremacy is unfortunately here to stay because the um, left is obsessed with it and the only um question we have for you is what are you going to do about it are you going to fall into your agreement with them or are you going to go against the wave are you going to stick up for truth or are you going to just turn around and not want to get into quote-unquote an argument which arguing actually is not bad no that's Arguing is great. We need more arguing in this country. Civil arguing. Because arguing simply means you come to a different person with a set of different beliefs coming from a foundation of facts. Mm -hmm. That's actually basically called a conversation, but we just have another term for it called arguing. It's a normal thing. (laughs) We hope you guys enjoyed this episode. It was a little bit longer than normal. So bear with us. Let us know if you like it or hate it. Um, There's just a lot going on. And a lot to break down. But we're going to do a Patriot of the Week. Yes. So if you want to be a Patriot for this week, uh, the next coming podcast, you need to go to Apple Podcasts. Mm -hmm. Type in Unleashed with the Patriot Sisters. Our faces will pop up. That's us. We need to redo that photo, I feel like. We do. We do. (laughs) Leave a five-star review. Five stars with words, right? It has to have like a review with words. Post it. We will see it. Help us because we have some haters who went on and gave us bad ratings. And once the rating goes up, it never comes back down. And the ratings are hateful. They're hateful. And mean. So I'm pretty sure I didn't even listen to the podcast. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they none of them do. Lame. So go do that. And then we will give you a shout out. We'll pick one of you to do a shout out for our next week's episode. So this week... Is, is live love dance 28 and she i'm assuming it's she said finding the, you read it okay she said again assuming whoops sorry so finding <laughs> this podcast is probably one of the few good things of this past year oh my gosh first off thank you um i love these girls Aww. they are smart and formed and honestly feel like friends perfect mix of what you need and want in a podcast <laughs> my long lost best friends girl you're my long lost best friend too I know. Where do I hang out? It's like Let's we, do it mask free. Yeah. Okay. okay. I feel like we lost we lost all of our really close friends Basically, except for like two of them this past year. But I'm we gained we gained like forty thousand other friends. ones. Oh, oh, I know. You guys are amazing. You guys are great. I wish we could just like meet up in person. It'd be so much fun. You never know. All right. So before we end this, make sure you go to thepatriotsisters.org slash email. Sign up for our emails. We don't send a lot, but when we do, they're super important, valuable, and also have potentially future. Uh, golden nuggets that you're not gonna want to miss okay it's gonna be great as always don't forget to rise up stand tall (laughs) and fight fight back back with truth. truth we'll see you in the next one